Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Push-Pull Podcast, Stories of Human Migration. I'm David Arnsparger, AP World History teacher at James Clements High School in Madison, Alabama. And today, our guest is my favorite student, Ezra Bailey. And Ezra's going to tell us a wonderful uh, story and a personal story about her family and um, migrating or moving over from the Philippines. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the podcast, Ezra. It's great to be here. Good. All right. Um, so my grandmother and my great aunt are both from the Philippines. They both migrated here like very different times. Like my aunt only moved here in about like 2005, but my grandmother has been here for years and years. Um, so do we start with like the, so was your grandmother was the first one that came over from the Philippines? Yeah, she she came from the Philippines. She migrated to Australia, then to Germany, then to the U.S. after she got married. Okay, so do you remember approximately what year? I mean, it, was it wasn't directly before you were born. Yeah, it wasn't directly after she got married because the reason she actually came to the U.S. was because of uh, she got married to someone who was in the U.S. Army. Okay. My grandpa is in. Was um stationed in the Philippines? Yes, he was stationed in no in Germany. Oh, in Germany, because okay. that's where she was living. All right, so uh, let me back up just a little bit, and you can help me uh, build the context on this. I and and I I don't remember all the years, but it was sometime in probably like the seventies or eighties. A lot of people left the Philippines to go work in different parts of the world. Um, a lot of people went to the Middle East. Um, a lot of people came here to this to the United States. Um, and then, as you just mentioned, I wasn't aware that uh, some people went from the Philippines to uh, for, to Germany. So so she left Philippines for work, obviously. Yeah, she got the help of the, the Catholic Church because her family had a bunch of kids. So, and since so many people in the Philippines, Philippines is a second world country. So there's a lot of people there in poverty. So usually people who have big families, they will choose one kid to send out of the country to go make money in a different place because the main work in the Philippines is sweatshop labor okay. and like farming. So they'll send their kids out of the country with like the help of the Catholic church to go make money and then send it back to the Philippines. Okay. So my grandma's family or like, I guess my great grandparents right. used um, a Ouija board to decide which kid they were going to send um, out of the country. And that was my, my grandma so, they chose to send her, so her, um, her out of the country to become a nurse. Her fate was decided on a Ouija board. Yep. And um, and I'm looking right now at the back of your iPhone, and I see a case that's got a Ouija board on it. It is a Ouija board. And I'm a big fan. so uh, and so now I understand. It seems to me there's some sort of family connection between the Ouija board and For sure. this story. Okay. Um, nursing. And I don't know if we read it in one of our uh, final chapters uh, in our book or where we get that, but a lot of a lot of women left the Philippines for nursing. Oh yeah, in the well, in the in World War II, there was a nursing crisis in America. We didn't have enough nurses because all the nurses were off at war, so we had no nurses here. So since we colonized the Philippines, we always had workers coming in and out of the Philippines because that's what I was getting at, like. After we colonized the Philippines, there was a constant stream of workers 
coming from the Philippines to America. Because I think that started with, like, them working on plantations in Hawaii. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, whenever and that was that was part of that story of when when we talked about Hawaii, yeah. Yeah. So whenever we needed labor, we would get it from the Philippines, pretty much. So. And and, and I, I, I'm just gonna f- sort of follow up with that. In, it, it was easy to go from the Philippines to Hawaii or to other parts of the United States because they could easily travel th- within because of the whole concept of, I guess, America being the metropole, you know, for oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So since. Um, Philippines was a colony of America. It was really easy for them to just migrate here for work. So whenever we needed labor, we would get it from the Philippines. And that was how, when the nursing crisis came about, a bunch of, there was like mass migration of women from the Philippines to be nurses. So I think that's where it started with, okay, you send off your daughters to go become nurses in other countries, especially America. Mm -hmm. Very good. Um, Yeah, so then then she met... um, uh, you got married in Germany and then came here. Yeah, so she, and then they went a bunch of other places, like they lived wherever he was stationed. Right. But then eventually came and lived here in Madison because when he left the army, he decided that he wanted to stay here. Okay. Um, and then, okay, so that was your grandmother, and then and then your aunt, you said, came over in 2005. And yeah. Who is there anybody else that came over from the Philippines after your grandmother? Um, not related. No, okay. like I know a bunch of people who she was friends with who all ended up, I think, staying here just because they already knew people here. So the key, so you hit on a key concept that we talk about a lot on the on the on this podcast, and that's the concept of chain migration. However, you want to look at it, that some people come to a, a place in the United States. And then someone else comes and follows them a few years later. It, they could be relatives. They could be friends. Um, but it's a little bit easier when you know somebody there and they come in and, uh, and, and, and do that. Yeah, I've always heard that from all my aunties who are not really my aunties that, yeah. you know, they were like, oh, well, we decided to come to Madison because we knew there were good jobs there. And, well, Venus already lived there, so we might as well go there because we know somebody. It's easy to get in when you already know somebody who's been living in America for a while when you're just coming out of the Philippines. Sure. And I got to tell you, that's an, that story is an incredibly American story right there. I mean, it's been going on since our country first started. People coming here for opportunity, for a job, knowing somebody, um, and, and sort of getting connected and, and things like that. So, you know, we're, we're a country that's you – know, we're a country of immigrants. It doesn't matter if your family came here three weeks ago or 300 years ago. Um, and we see that all, all throughout the history of our country. Um, and this is just a, a, a great story in context of what was going on at the time. And um, obviously it had a pretty good effect on you um, because you still carry that concept of the Ouija board. Oh, for sure. Yeah, very good. Yeah, But she, she has a very, um, I guess you would call it like an American mindset because she, I mean, to this day she's almost 80. She'll be 80, I think, or 79 or 80 this summer and she's still to this day not as a nurse but works and sends money home to the philippines really for her family well that's that's good I, I, you know from hearing the story i mean that was the purpose of her leaving right was to yeah. go and she was absolutely not the only one because i know a lot of her friends who were who had the exact same situation where their family sent them off to another country with the help of the catholic church to go make money for their their family in the philippines yeah um so one of the other kind of side interests I have is language. How many languages does your grandmother speak? I think like five. What do you 
Uh, she speaks, her first language is Tagalog, and then Spanish, English. Uh, German, English, in Germany. and then she also speaks French. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. Um, ha- have you been to the Philippines? I have not. Okay. Um, she didn't teach any of her kids uh, Tagalog. Okay. She wanted them to be totally immersed in the English sure. language. and Okay. All right. Very good. Um, well, yeah, great story, and it's great that she's still uh, at, at the age where you can talk to her and still get the, you know, still understand the family history and this wonderful story of migration. Thank you for being with us today. Of course.